Welcome to season three of the Growth Medium podcast. My name is Mim and I'm a biochemistry graduate from Queen Mary and, as you can guess, a co-host of the Growth Medium. And my name is Sarah, a second year medical student and the other co-host of the Growth Medium. This season, we talk to experts like Dr. Nigat Arif and Dr. Eleanor Cleghorn. Together, we unpack the myths and misinformation around women's health. We are also joined by many, many brave individuals who honoured us by sharing their stories and experiences with things like PCOS, endometriosis and more. Join us every Monday here on The Growth Medium so we can grow our mindsets together. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to The Growth Medium podcast. You might be hearing or seeing... I mean, I guess hearing a little bit of a refresh here. Yep, we finally expanded the growth medium. We started off as a teeny tiny little podcast, but we finally have a new theme song, new website, new aesthetic. Everything's basically changed. Yeah, and you know what? I'm so excited for this revamp because I guess it's just like, it's so different to what we had before and it's so much more representative of who we are now. And you were quite ready for the change, weren't you? Absolutely. This couldn't have come any sooner. Mm -hmm. It's taking a bit of time, a little bit of effort. But a we're little bit of it. effort. A little <laughs> bit of effort. Please. An underestimate. Oh my God. Don't underestimate our abilities. Sora and I are literally recording this at 1am on a random night in August. Um, trying to moderate our voices don't want to be too loud to wake up the neighbors but we still need to sound upbeat for you guys so exactly and don't ask us why we're recording this at 1am we simply do not have an answer we haven't really changed in that regard we still record really late so <laughs> there's that you yeah, know some, with our impromptu meetings with our impromptu meetings but we literally have been sat here for like two two and a half hours and we were supposed to just record mm -hmm. but we ended up talking about so many other things related to the growth medium or tgm which we're trying to like make our little new cute nickname for tgm i love that nickname i it really is, do it's cute isn't it so cool mm -hmm. but yeah we've just been sat here just instead of recording doing everything else so if that doesn't tell you how much work there is I don't know what does. Yeah. There's literally but, so much to do. It's quite overwhelming. But I'm enjoying it. I really am. Our little meetings at midnight, you know, the run. We normally, we schedule our meetings to be an hour. An hour turns into two, turns into three, and sometimes it even turns three. into four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had, like, brainstorming sessions that have literally been for hours because I don't know it's just sometimes you need to get together and you just need to sit and think for a couple of hours and you know I think one thing we've also realized from this little revamp is ideas aren't also easy to execute um no which Not you know what all. we might go into that a little bit later actually because we have a little section about you know productivity and that type of stuff so I guess we can link it to that but you know what, actually, mm -hmm. let me set the scene for what this episode is going to be. So happy one year to us. We're actually uploading this 
I think like two weeks after our one year anniversary, yeah. we had a lot of fun over on um, Instagram and we launched our website a couple of weeks ago. So if you missed out on all of that, I'm sorry, you got you need to go onto Instagram and follow us and you need <laughs> to make sure you have our website bookmark bookmarked because that was all really fun. But yeah, we launched that. So wait, where was I going with this? <laughs> You're setting the scene for this okay. episode. This so, is how excited yeah, so, we are about the revamp. She just can't stop talking about it. But yeah, exactly, back to the main like, point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um it's our first birthday. A year ago when we started, I think we uploaded our first episode on the 28th of September of 2020. Mm-hmm. And what we we did a little get to know us episode. And oh, how cute were we back then? <laughs> we were so nervous. I took a listen back to it and it was horrible. Oh but because of that... But I think we were quite proud of it back then. I'm still proud of it because it's the first time we put ourselves out there. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we thought it's time to do a little bit of an updated get to know us. You know, things have changed. Situations have changed. Some of us have graduated. Mm-hmm. Not going to say who. Not yet. <laughs> you just had to plug that in, huh? Had to put that in. Um, <laughs> it's a proud achievement. So, of course. Have to mention yeah, it everywhere. Yeah. I keep plugging it. <laughs> I keep saying it. I mean, I would. <laughs> milk it. Milk it for all you have. But, um... Yeah, so we're just going to give a little bit more background as to, I guess, who we are, who we are are now, because, you know, that's also changed a lot from Mm -hmm. when we were starting, why we started the growth medium, because I guess we went into a lot about how we started it. A lot of people have asked us, you know, how do you start a podcast or how do you do this? How do you do that? But we never actually talked about why we're so passionate about science and myths and all that so i guess we're going to go into that a little bit and we'll also answer some of the questions that you guys have asked us on instagram so again if you ever have like any questions you want to ask us or anything to contribute to the podcast the instagram is the best place to get to us absolutely just dm us guess with any questions um or the website as well is another good way to contact us um and i guess what else are we going to touch up on this episode maybe perhaps as well give a more insight into like our personalities and our likes dislikes you know just to give them we have some juicy questions <laughs> really we juicy do have questions. some juicy questions so um i don't know where do you want to start okay maybe start off with who we are our background what we're doing at mm-hmm. the moment yeah yeah should i go first okay it's up to you i don't mind okay um I don't really know what to say, honestly. So, you know, from the beginning, from the intro that my name is Mim and I've just graduated from my bachelor's in biochemistry. And by just graduated, I mean the week that I'm recording this, I have just did, uh, I have just done my graduation ceremony or celebration, whatever they want to call it. Um, So I'm literally fresh out of university. Oh, what else do I say? This is hard. I went to Queen Mary. She can say that now. I can say that now, yeah. <laughs> I initially wanted to keep it a secret, but... She no longer studies there, people. No. She's a graduate. Keep, yeah, like the way Sarah is saying it, it's like, keep it in your mind, guys. She's a graduate. She's not a student. I love yeah. that. But yeah, I think over... You know, when we started the podcast, I was like beginning my third year of university um actually it was my fourth year because I did a foundation year which I talked about before um and so I was I don't know I was so 
scared to start third year because it was during covid we still obviously have covid but um (laughs) that hasn't changed it hasn't changed and you know what i wanted to start a podcast for ages back then because i love talking if you haven't if you can't tell i've been doing most of the talking right now (laughs) and i thought what better way to just continue talking (laughs) than to start a podcast um but yeah i started off third year i was scared and um you know what i actually did like an internship thing i'm not sure if you heard of it sarah it was like called internship experience and it was by bright uk and I did like the consulting stream and the CEO of the company, he gave us a talk and he was like, he started Bright UK when he was in his third year of university. I don't know. That was so profound to me because I was just thinking the most stressful year of university. That's when you decided to set up a whole company. Did you like relate to him in a way that, oh my gosh, you know, you start all good things start in third year university. (laughs) This was before third year. So this was during the summer holiday mm. between second year and third year. Well, you're prepping um, for third year and you're getting ready to like start a podcast. So I guess in that way. But I didn't know I was going to start a podcast at the time. Oh, it was okay. like in like early June or something like that. I don't know. From then that that really hit me because I was like, everyone just seems to do everything in third year. Like even a lot of YouTubers, they started their YouTube channels in third year of university or whatever. And mm. I was like, maybe I should do something. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? Podcast, that's fantastic. And then if you're interested in like how we started the podcast and stuff, you can check out our episode before. I talked a lot about that. But in terms of the why, it's so cute because Sarah and I, we started off with, we're just going to talk about science and we're going to do science myths. And we didn't have a rhyme. We didn't have a rhythm. We had nothing. We didn't have a theme. We had no idea how we were going to do it. We weren't podcast listeners ourselves, but we got into the groove a little bit found out who we are and i had an epiphany epiphany guys i had an epiphany a couple of was it weeks ago months ago i remember i texted you about this and i was cleaning up my books and then oh yes of course we've heard about this i was cleaning up my books because i was starting a new series on our instagram called tgm journal club and for that we're reading like books and uh journals that are related to science and i'm giving like a little overview of them and it's really nice um so it's cleaning up my books and I found a book called bad science and I'm pretty sure everyone who's listening to this podcast knows what bad science is and most people you know read it on their own will or whatever um I did not (laughs) so Sarah can attest to this I went to one of the strictest six forms um (laughs) to have ever existed I it's like education 16 to 18 year olds that's what six form is Um, And they made me read it. And in that book, there was so much debunking of so much misinformation. Honestly, if you're my age, you might remember a lot of the things that were mentioned in this book. So I'm not sure, Sarah, if you remember this. There was like this water bath. (laughs) So ridiculous. Like this foot bath. And then what you do is you put this special solution or something into the bath mixed with water and you just put your feet in there and then you stay there for like 10 20 minutes and it draws out all the toxins from your body let me tell you mem right now i have never ever heard of this have you not before this is literally the first time i haven't read bad science myself Mm. um it's definitely on the the reading to be read list um but Mm. that is the most absurd thing. I thought I've heard it all. 
I thought I had just heard it all. No. And you know what? Because I read this book at 16 or something like that. Um, I came up, so I came across those foot baths when I was 16 mm. uh, from like YouTube, from like Instagram. Was it Inst- Instagram was, was it there back there, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't think it was a, as much of a thing as Snapchat was. Mm, yeah. Snapchat yeah, yeah, was yeah. the craze back then. Yeah. But I think Instagram was still there. And I did. It was mainly on YouTube that I found it. And you know what? I was 16. I barely, I didn't even have my A-level biology yet. I thought it was true. I believed it because I was like, <laughs> of, the water was changing colour. So the water would go from clear, obviously. Oh, so you tried it. Oh, no, I didn't try it. I uh, I was okay. going to buy one. I was going to buy okay. one. Um, but you see these YouTube videos. Um, it was, I think it was on like BuzzFeed and stuff, which <laughs> should tell you enough. <laughs> but um, Yeah, science information from BuzzFeed. Yep. But yeah, so the water obviously starts off clear and then it goes into this copper colour. And I thought, oh yeah, it's obviously like all the dead irons or something <laughs> from the body. Like it's extracted from the feet. And I was 16, obviously I didn't think anything of it. But then I read that book and I was like, my wow. mouth is wide open. Boys. <laughs> for Mind context. blown. And I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And it was like that book, it ticked off so many myths or it debunked so many myths that i thought were true like there was even a chapter about homeopathy and i did not question homeopathy because my actual uh my mom's dad so my maternal grand grandpa he's a homeopathic doctor so i was literally you know did not question it nothing and then i read that book and i was like oh my god there's actually just a lot wrong with so many things that we that we believe mm. hey did you know the growth medium had a revamp for its first birthday yep we did celebrate our first birthday with us over on our instagram at the growth medium and check out thegrowthmedium.com for health articles free downloadables and much more And yeah, that was my little epiphany because I was like, oh my God, Mim was a little myth buster from like the age of 16 Mm. and now she's 22 and doing this still in in a sense because, you know, even during university, like you come across so many just things that are said, like, you know, my friend wanted to go on the keto diet or she want like, we want to do this, we want to do that. And I'm always the one who's like, wait, are you sure? Like, do you not want to check the research and stuff? And that's where it all stemmed from. And that's crazy to me. And I guess to round that off, that's why I started the podcast. <laughs> There's, There's the why. The why exactly. The There's how. the why behind the how. Um, I mean, to be honest, though, that's even like just the just the objective kind of sciencey side of it. There's also the side of it where I've obviously been affected by so many things that... <laughs> we've come across oh my god don't even get me started on calorie counting we'll save that for another episode (laughs) save that for another diet episode Mm -hmm. but yeah what about you what's your why well i guess it's my turn to explain my why now if you were hoping for something as interesting as mim's story i'm sorry you're gonna be disappointed because you know what maybe you shouldn't start off like that because now people are gonna click off no 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 i am an oh gosh yeah i guess (laughs) no guys this is the most interesting story this is so interesting 
yeah, it's come on, let's hype it up. If we hype it up, okay. then it's gonna be better. <laughs> All right then. Well, so my why would be. Well, let me start off with introducing myself, I guess. As you all know from the intro, my name is Sarah, and I'm a second year medical student here in London. Might as well complete the show. She made it through first year. Made it through first year. It has actually been quite a trial. Um, But, you know, we've learnt lessons, we've grown, we've developed. You know, that's why I'm part of the growth medium. We love growing. We love growing. Sorry, that obviously. was a weird thing to say. We love growing. Of course we do. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I went to the same sixth form as Mim. And I think I don't think it was as strict as it was when you were there. They definitely calmed down a little. Um, it wasn't as strict, but still quite strict. We're there from literally eight in the morning to like four four five sometimes yeah um anyway so yeah after i left sixth form kind of waiting for a level results literally twiddling my thumbs nothing to do Mim was like this little text hey do you want to start a podcast um and now why i agreed to joining the podcast with her was that earlier that year i had just discovered that diets were all basically not it they were not it. They were a little bit of, you know, they were just not it. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. So you realised that diets weren't it. And then how did that kind of lead you to saying yes when I texted you about starting a podcast? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess as as you look into different things, I mean, I've definitely tried the diets myself and then so mim is telling me all the side effects of diets and then questioning me i remember i was talking to you about a specific diet habit and then i i looked it up online and i found a website and you were like what is this website sarah where is this information from and i literally just (laughs) stayed quiet and i just started laughing i think it was the water do you remember? What was it? Yeah. I can't remember. Yes, yes, because you told me that water fast were a thing and I was like... Not water fast. I think it was lemon water. Are you sure? Or something like that. I can't remember. Or it was a type of diet. Was it? I can't remember exactly what it was, but I definitely remember talking to you about it and you being like, um, yeah, no. <laughs> And then I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And then I Googled it. And then I was like, yeah, look, it says this and this here. I really can't remember for the life of me. But I just remember this situation. And you're like, yeah, no. What's the website? Where's your source? What's your source? And I was like, okay. I'm not going to be telling you that. (laughs) Because we all know it's questionable. And I think that's that's kind of... that got the ball rolling um and I just became more and more interested and because I've you know dealt with certain consequences myself that is for another episode but yeah certain consequences of just believing these myths and kind of believing everything anyone tells you about science um just because they use fancy words Mm, Um, that's a good mm. yeah it's an easy trap to fall into. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then she texted me and I said yes. That's about it, guys. You know, Yeah. 
I think the actual thing of you having your own experiences with like going through you know diets and you had that kind of I don't know if it mm-hmm. was an epiphany or whether it was like oh yeah a realization that a realization, everything yeah. I've been doing up until now has just not been helping myself you know I just everything I thought I was doing right I just wasn't doing right mm. and you kind of fall into this just trap of oh quickest way to lose weight mm-hmm. I've, I've definitely researched that mm-hmm. <laughs> quickest way and then there's all these different like how I lost this had this many pounds in seven days it's clickbait and then you just click it and then you believe it and then you do it you don't see results you feel bad and the cycle continues <laughs> and this uh, yeah yeah so then on in that so I guess what the similarity between both of us in that regard is that we both have had the experience of like the diet mm-hmm. the trying to lose weight and then either those not working and us feeling like wait why isn't it working mm-hmm. it must be something to do with us we should try something else but in reality the diet itself was probably not designed to work in the first place and I guess it's not just diets you see these all little myths everywhere like that anti-vaccines the little things that there's just so many and it just in a way makes me really quite passionate like we have this platform to take and to educate people i guess with what we've learned and you know every and we meet these amazing people and learn from them and why not share it with everyone why not make it accessible you know yeah that's the thing you know what because it's so hard to kind of a lot of these myths or a lot of the people who perpetuate these myths they use vague scientific words Mm -hmm. like you mentioned earlier they use vague scientific words and you're like it sounds plausible because they use these words and someone will believe it and there's a lot of people who a lot of science communicators who don't really go after you know got like explaining the myths or debunking Mm. these claims um that a lot of people have questions about Mm. so you know what that's actually a thing that i realized as well yeah where a lot of people have a lot of questions that a lot of people just aren't answering so why don't we why don't we take to the platform and do it ourselves yeah and obviously we learn in the process we don't know everything um we barely we barely let me say it this way we barely know anything um because we're both budding scientists so excuse me i've just graduated <laughs> sorry no no i'm i'm still a budding scientist. I'm, I'm before i used to call myself a baby biochemist i don't think i'm a baby biochemist anymore i think i don't know if i'd call myself a biochemist just yet because i don't have a master's or a phd or anything like that a toddler toddler biochemist yeah 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 yeah. A you baby know what? Toddler. yeah we're aging yeah <laughs> <laughs> But okay, in that same breath, if you're comfortable ask, answering this, I'll answer it too. What's a really bad myth that you believed in and that you perhaps engaged in as well? Um, Myth, 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 myth. I guess, okay, yeah. I've always been quite loud about this. Um, I 110% believe in vaccines and the amazing 
kind of effect it has a positive effect it has on public health mm-hmm. um but individual and public in, health. exactly but i was exposed to kind of the strong anti-vax vibes and community like i was within a community where there were some really kind of anti-vaxxers with very strong opinions and i did believe it but this was when i was quite mm-hmm. young i did believe it and i only kind of realized it as i kind of progressed mm. into sixth form but i was told that oh it's best to delay vaccines you know delay it for your kids and i was like oh you know kind of just chemicals build your own immune system kind of thing yeah no i don't god it makes me cringe myself but i did believe it in a sense obviously i was misled i was young i did not know any science back then um compared to what i do now and i guess it just it didn't have a severe consequence on me i guess but i think it's a serious myth that i did believe in and um it could have been quite debilitating if if i don't know what i do know now um Mm -hmm. especially with all this covid you know this covid situation so yeah that's my myth you know that's not what i expected no i don't think i've told you this no it's not what i expected because when i was growing up and you're only two years younger than me when i was growing up i didn't have many people around me who were anti-vaxxers and like there definitely weren't um like out and loud anti-vaxxers in my community in my schools nothing like that it was actually quite the opposite everyone was pro-vaccination which you know is Mm. obviously a positive thing yeah i mean it wasn't just anti-vax anti-vaxxing opinions it was Mm. a whole kind of wellness natural nutrition kind of um situation people who had those kind of opinions and i think just the anti-vax fit the bill as well (laughs) Okay, then since we're here, do you want to debunk that myth right now? So you, so the things that you believed in before when you were young were um, you should delay vaccinations and that natural immunity is better. Should we debunk that right now? Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. So that we can continue making great episodes like this, please consider supporting us over on Ko-fi. Link is in the show notes. Yes, let me say that vaccines give you immunity without having the disease. Having the disease, natural immunity is not better. Having the disease can have serious lifelong effects and consequences and the vaccine prevents that it also protects those around you in the community who can't have the vaccines so you don't pass mm-hmm. the disease on to someone else who is either allergic to what's in the vaccine um or they're immunocompromised meaning they can't develop natural immunity um yeah yeah there it is debunk- debunked quite simply <laughs> yeah quite simply and then if you're interested in the vaccines for children argument, so a lot of people think that vaccines should be delayed in children. We actually talked to someone about this literally last... No, not last mm-hmm. season, the first season. It was actually our second main episode. Well, it was our third yeah. after the Get to Know Us and our interview with Sophie Mahoney. Yeah, so we had an episode with Dr. Grace 
wait, Dr. Roberts, Dr. Grace Roberts. Oh, Grace Charlotte Roberts. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's her full (laughs) name. (laughs) And actually, one thing that she mentioned is that infants have the most active immune systems. So the best time to give them the vaccination uh, depends on the vaccine. But to give them the vaccination is at the time where it's most active because they can build that lasting immunity. So there's that myth debunked as well and in relation to the to the covid thing um please just get your information from reputable sources um yeah because covid is really recent it's really like right now so i know there's not necessarily anti-vaxxers that are um loud about it but there's also a lot of vaccine hesitant people um we're not going to talk about the covid vaccine because it's it's very long but yeah just make sure to get that information from the right source I mean, it's okay to have questions. It's just mm-hmm. to get your answers from the right source. Yeah, yeah. It's really easy to be misled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you want to give your kind of most shocking or impactful myth that you believe in? Yeah. See, the thing is, I don't have one that's really shocking. But, okay, I'll explain the background behind this myth a little bit. So when I, so I've always been a bigger girl. I've always been a plus size girl and I've always had people telling me to lose weight. I've been bullied about Mm. it, et cetera, et cetera. And I've always been on the journey to try and lose weight since I knew what, like the way that weight would affect me. Um, Not necessarily affect me in terms of health, but it affect me in terms of how I'm seen uh, seen by Mm. other people. Always been trying to lose weight. Um, I was really young when I started calorie counting or being aware of what calories were since like, probably the age 10 or 11 oh gosh yeah yeah oh that breaks my heart um it never was a thing of like it never affected me mentally necessarily but just to always have that in the back of your mind it's ridiculous well then that did i think that still is a mental impact if you're constantly thinking about it that's a bad relationship with food at such a young age it could have led into the rabbit hole of disordered exactly. eating exactly. thank god yeah, it didn't yeah, thank god it didn't and then so i was always on the pathway to try and lose weight always looking for the things of like oh yeah lose 10 pounds in a week lose this in a week lose that and you know none of them ever work by the mm-hmm. way you might lose yeah. water weight but you're not going to lose long-term fat um but then i did my foundation year right and I always say foundation year was like one of the times I was most happiest. And I was. I loved my foundation year. But one myth I fell into was like the carb cycling thing. And then me being me, I combined carb cycling with intermittent fasting. Aww. Yeah. So if you're not sure what carb cycling is, it's basically um, on days that you're having rest days from working out, you have low carbs and then you have medium carbs the next day and then the day that you are working out you have really really high carbs so you're still having like i guess a balance of carbs over a week but not in the day and then i combined that with intermittent fasting and then i put this in bracket in quotation marks because at the time i told myself yeah this is only for religious reasons but now looking back at it i definitely knew it wasn't just for religious reasons it was also for weight loss reasons um which i now see as an issue because Mm. i lied to myself and the way it impacted me right was i Mm -hmm. so i was doing this carb cycling i was eating disgusting food (laughs) because i wasn't doing you know the low carb where it's like you're eating kind of a protein and a salad that type of thing no no i was eating you know the things that like people make like 
pasta out of like mozzarella and egg yeah oh. no oh like broccoli rice yeah. or cauliflower rice i think that's the thing Chloe, cauliflower, cauliflower rice, rice. and mm. i don't even like cauliflower and on the high carb days i was eating a bunch of sweets a bunch of chocolate just to meet that high carb requirement and the way it's impacted me now is so this was probably in like february to march ish of that year so 2018 i was going strong with that until like exam time or something um during exams i just ate normally um and i was i want to say I don't want to say I was clean with my eating, but you know the stereotypical clean where you're not eating sweets, you're eating like all your food from whole grains and that type of stuff. Basically restricting yourself in any form of way. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I was doing that um, <laughs> during my exam time, except I drank a bunch of peppermint tea. It's more of that story back in season two. I think we've mentioned it like twice. Yeah. Because it's quite funny, guys. I find it hilarious. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm. It just cracks yeah. me up. And I think that was, was that in our mental health episode last season? Or was yeah, it in our sleep in one? Our mental... Sleep one. It was in the sleep one. Sleep one or altern- was it alternative medicine? I have no clue. I don't remember. Because I was talking about chamomile tea. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It could have been Yeah, there. I mentioned the yeah. whole story. Well, check those all out, guys. They're all worth a, worth a listen, yeah. you know? And um, so, yeah, I was stereotypically eating clean and stuff. And then I got to the summer and... I don't know about you, but in the hot weather, you want to have a popsicle. You want to have an uh, have like a refreshing fruity drink. And I went all out at that time. Before then, I was not drinking fizzy drinks. I completely stopped drinking fizzy drinks. And in that summer, I just gave it all up. I was drinking fizzy drinks multiple times a day. I was drinking fruity things multiple times a day. And obviously, fruity things there's a lot of sugar in that, you know. Um, and I was just. <laughs> In a way, binge, binge drinking, eating, everything, isn't it? That, yeah, it was very, very delayed because I went through that severe kind of restriction phase, no moderation whatsoever. And then the summer happened where I just ate whatever I want. And (laughs) that did not have a great impact on my mental health at all. Because during that year, I did actually lose a little bit of weight. And I was was proud of that um, because I was going to the gym I worked hard for that weight loss and people were noticing it. So in pictures, um, you know, my friends would post me on Snapchat and stuff. And so that validated what you were doing. You think, oh, you know, it's being noticed, must be doing something right. And I was thinking, yeah, I finally got like healthy gym habit and a healthy eating habit type of thing. And then that summer happened. I basically just ate whatever I wanted. I felt crap because... I wasn't eating, you know, to feel good necessarily. I was just eating from that restriction mindset. And I gained the weight back and I gained more weight back. And I'm still living with those impacts because imagine, you know, I was eating in moderation. And let's say, yeah, I either maintained my weight or I lost a little bit of weight. I would have been in a much better position now than I have, than I am now because I've gained that weight and that's impacted my life in other ways. Um... So yeah, I guess that was the biggest myth because I think that carb cycling plus intermittent fasting really put me on a weird restriction yeah. thing. That's quite impactful. That was quite deep. I didn't so expect to go into that. Even though it's not a significant, or well, I wouldn't say it's not a significant myth because it's very widespread um, mm-hmm. kind of practice. But yeah. Okay, let me just debunk those myths really yeah, quickly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe you want to debunk them. 
Okay, intermittent fasting. Will it help you lose weight? Maybe, maybe a little bit better than just straight up calorie restriction. Um, there's a little bit of science in how the metabolism, oh sorry, there's a little bit of science in how the metabolism changes, but it's not a measurable impact. You will barely see it. And in terms of weight loss, we know that about 70 to 95% of dieters do regain that weight. So it's important to find something that is sustainable for you. And for that information, it's always best to speak to a dietitian or a registered, no, not even a registered nutritionist because they can't give out diet plans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to speak to a dietitian. And then in terms of the carb cycling, guys, if you're, if you're an Olympic level athlete, if you're a marathon runner, go ahead. You guys know <laughs> your nutrition best because obviously the carb cycling it works better for people who are very active um, on days that you do have more carbs. But for the general average person, it's absolutely not necessary. Absolutely not. Um, and just a little disclaimer in there. Again, if you are interested in carb cycling, please speak to a sports dietitian because again, they will help you out the most. For the general person, not necessary. Doesn't change anything. I don't know why I thought that would help me lose weight. <laughs> Anyways, hashtag debunked. Actually, I do know why. Because they say, you know, um, when you break down uh, carbohydrates, the carbohydrates first get stored as glycogen. And then after glycogen, it gets stored as fat. So then Mm -hmm. on the days that you're having high carb, if you're working out on those days, you're not replenishing your glycogen stores. So then you're not going to store the fat. I don't know. It was a ridiculous ridiculous, uh, reasoning. And that's not the way physiology works, unfortunately. No, it's not as black and white. I wish it was. If physiology and and metabolism was less confusing, it honestly would have made my degree so much easier. <laughs> I remember my metabolism lessons it left me a bit frazzled, to really? say the least. Um, took me a while to remember all the names. It's just so all the all the different pathways, isn't it? Um, f- fatty acid oxidation kind of storage you know all the enzymes i loved my metabolism mod- oh i not that's not to say i didn't like mm. it. it just left me a bit frazzled i yeah. had so i had a metabolic pathways module in my second year of university and it was generally agreed that that was the hardest module in the year but i <laughs> found it so enjoyable and i did my best in that module which I mean, if you find it interesting, that's probably why you did the best in that module, yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, like that's just to say that metabolism, unfortunately, is not that simple. Even at university level, they teach it horribly. So, um, they oversimplify. It was oversimplified to us as well. It's a lot more complicated. The professor's like, let's just not get into that every single time we got to a different new part. (laughs) yeah yeah it's true though it's true because they teach us like the individual pathways but you don't realize that these pathways are all interconnected then i did my dissertation at different stages at different stages yeah we're at the 42 mark 42 minute mark and we have not finished a quarter of what we want to answer do we want to do a part two i mean we're answering people's questions people want to know about us who are we not to deliver exactly exactly so we're gonna end the episode here thank you so much for listening to part one um part two should be up at the same time as this as well so if you're interested more in the questions that you guys yeah personal questions our hobbies our interests 
how we able to ma- uh, how we're able to manage studying and the podcast at the same time check out part two thank you for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it let us know your thoughts down below in the review section we love hearing from our audience absolutely also check us out on instagram at the growth medium we have loads of infographics and fun reels for you to share with friends and family and don't forget to follow us too if you have a topic you're passionate about or a story you want to share then come and join us send in your application over on thegrowthmedium.com oh and we've got some freebies and articles and lots more on there too Come back next Monday for another episode of The Growth Medium. Bye. Bye.